Blog Talk Radio. Hey everybody, it's your girl Cy Brown. Happy Monday. I am so glad to be with everyone today. I don't know who watched the Oscars last night, but probably everybody did. <laughs> I know here in New York, um, we did we missed the first um few minutes of it because this whole bickering thing between ABC and uh Cablevision and so we didn't even have ABC on Sunday. Like they turned it off I think midnight or something like that. And um so if you were in the New York area, you know we missed the first couple of minutes of the Oscars. But a big, big, big shout-out to Monique, who won for um, Best Supporting Actress. I mean, that's that's great. I'm so happy for her. I just remember her um, on the TV show The Parkers. And, and um, oh, gosh, my mind just drew a blank. I can't remember the girl who played her daughter. And she was like, hey. Oh, my gosh, somebody hit me up in the chat room with her name. I can't believe it. And I used to watch that show all the time. It was a spinoff from um, Monique, and I just can't remember the girl's name. She always wore the blonde braids, and she ended up dating that guy who was real heavy, and his name was Alan, and then they had the girl, Jenna Van Oy, the white girl from Blossom. Somebody will hit me up in the chat room and, and tell me what her name was. I, I just can't believe that I drew a blank because I, I used to watch that show all the time. But anyway, big shout-out to Monique. I do have to give my little opinion about that situation, though. Um, I think it stinks that Denzel won for Training Day, where he played a crooked cop. Halle Berry won for Monsters Ball, where she played a very ugh, salacious woman. Um, and now Monique won for playing like this egregious, abusive mom but you know what the fact of the matter is she still won and I remember Queen Latifah said when she was in um, the movie Hairspray which is by far one of my favorite movies I can see that movie over and over again I love the movie Hairspray um, but she was like you know what there was a scene in Hairspray where they had um, something called Negro Day and it was like an after school dance program like a quasi takeoff of American Bandstand versus Soul Train and his son her son son in the movie was like, you know, what's up with Negro Day? And she said, you know, it's nothing but a foot in the door. That's all it is. So um, we have our feet in the door, uh, people, black actors, actresses, movie directors. Uh, and big shout out to um, Lee Daniel. But, I mean, I just don't want us to keep winning Oscars and, and, and having the Academy recognize us when we play crooked cops, salacious women, and typically stereotypical abusive mothers. Let's, let's, I think, I think Whoopi Goldberg also won in Ghost. I'm going to look that up when we play some music real quick. I think she won for Ghost as well. And I love Ghost with Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore. But um, I just want us to start winning for, like, better stuff. Like, you know, all the good stuff that Denzel was in, and he won for training day. Big shout-out to Denzel. Maybe I could get him on the show. You, y'all think I could do that? I, I think we're going to only put that on my in my notes. We're going to try to get Denzel on the show. I don't know if it's going to work, but you know what? The favor of the Lord has been smiling upon me this far, so I guess why not? Um, big shout-out to everybody that's in the chat room. Hi, Erica and Kay and PB. Good morning, everybody, and to all of my listeners that have dialed in and are, and are listening to the Side Brown Morning Show um, through their cell phone. I have a question for Tiffany. Do you know Pastor Alan Simmons in Patterson, New Jersey? Um, because he sent me a um, – not he sent me. I was in his church last night. It was uh, St. Peter's Sound of Praise in Patterson, New Jersey. They are starting a, 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 
a cancer ministry for their church. And last night, because this is Women's History Month, they honored um, the women in their church who have overcome cancer. And they invited me to speak, and it was uh, it was emotional, you know, because I still get smiley and giddy when I when I'm asked to speak somewhere. You would think by now, after all these years, I'm used to it. I don't know if it's that I have a humble heart or whatever it is, but um, they they told me he told me would I mind getting up and saying a few words, and I was like, no. So I'm thinking they're going to have me like stand by the announcements, you know, in church when the church secretary comes, but she's on the floor and like stands by the mic and reads announcements. So I thought that's what it was going to be, and then when I got to the service my name wasn't on the program, like they had a full program. So I was like, all right, you know, no problem, maybe because, you know, I'm new, they're not just going to be like, okay, we're going to give her space. So I'm sitting here watching the program, and they, you know, did praise and worship and all this other stuff. And then all of a sudden, the the woman up at the, in the pulpit says, is Sister Saida Brown here from the Women's Cancer Alliance? If she's here, can you please come up and speak? And she said this to the congregation. And I looked around, and I'm chilling. You know, when you're watching a service, you know you're paying attention. But then when all of a sudden somebody calls your name, and then they invited me into the pulpit to speak. So I was so not ready for that. And there, there were two bishops a pastor, the guest pastor, the minister, and I'm like, oh, my. And then, of course, I had on pants. <laughs> so uh, for, 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 for all of my saints, I was well-dressed. I do have to say I was well-dressed, but I just was not prepared to speak into um, – go into the pulpit, uh, and then, of course, when I got there, like, Pastor Simmons is so cool, I did not know it was a Pentecostal church. And for those of you that may not be familiar with the uh, Pentecostal uh, denomination, they they don't wear pants. <laughs> so now not only um, am I coming to speak, but uh, now I'm in the pulpit with pants on. So I was mortified. But, you know, when I got up into the pulpit, I turned and I addressed the clergy and I said, thank you very much for allowing me the opportunity to speak in your pulpit. I established protocol, uh, which just means you, you acknowledge and you recognize um, the, 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 the clergy. And silly me, just in the moment, I forgot to acknowledge, like, the first, the, the, the first ladies, all the first ladies that were there. But they could tell, like, I was nervous. And one thing I don't get is nervous. Like, I get humbled, but I don't get nervous when I get and a mic. And I turned around and I did my thing and I stood in the pulpit and I just, you know, shared what the Women's Cancer Alliance was and told them that I was very grateful that they are starting a cancer ministry and that I am going to, I guess, spearhead that with their executive pastor. So when when God starts to move, you just have to kind of move with them or with her or with spirit, however you want to call it. Um, because things happen and you just may not be ready for it. And, and a lot of times we we ask God for things and, oh, God, can you give me stuff? And then all of a sudden you get it and you're like, uh-oh. And that literally has happened to me like the last couple of years of my life. But I tell you all that stuff anyway. Um, uh, Erica just put, oh, you have to acknowledge the women. I forgot. I literally forgot. I like. I thought I was just going to stand on the floor and just be like, okay, you know, thank you so much. We're, we're going to, you know, start a cancer initiative here on the church. I didn't know I was going to be up in the, you know, the pulpit with the people that sit in the big chairs. But, um, you know, I don't know. I, I'm pretty good off the cuff. But anyway, I got on that because um, I think Tiffany's calling and listening on her phone right now. And Pastor Simmons said to me last night, 
Saida, my dear uh, Tiffany listens to you every day. And I said, the only one I know that listens every day, she's in Atlanta because I see her number come up on, on the switchboard. And uh, so I don't know if it's the same one. But if it is, that's a good thing. <laughs> and, and if it's not, oh, well. <laughs> Thank you for listening anyway. Uh, but let's get into a little bit of music, and then I'll get into a little more Oscar talk and uh, a little bit of fun stuff that's happening this week. I've got some really good stuff to share. And I want everybody to tell me what they're doing this week. I, I want to know so we can encourage you so we can pray for you, so we can bless you. Um, yeah, so, so, so let me know what you're doing. Thank you, everybody, for listening. It's your girl, Cy Brown, on the Cy Brown Morning Show.
Yeah, I love that song. You know, I always play stuff that I love, you know, just some good music. Um, I like the OJs. You know, we used to, oh, that's my parents' music. No, that's some good music. I like that. I, I like that music a lot. I got some other good stuff coming up. Just want to say really quickly, um, Real talk, I just I see um, in the chat room that you sent me something through Facebook. I will definitely um, check it out as soon as I get off the air. Um, for those that are listening to the show, I, this is just like kind of a general rule of thumb. If you want to friend me on Facebook, just can you slip me a note? And I did. I have said this before, but I'm getting more and more frequent requests that it's like you have two friends in common. I have no clue who you are, and you just send me a friend request. If I know who you are, I'll definitely accept your friendship. But I think it's a little um, presumptuous that because it's a social networking site, you just think you can be social. I socialize on Facebook with people that I know. And if I don't know you and we want to socialize, just be like, hey, you know, da-da-da-da-da. And, and I do the same. I reciprocate. If, I, if there's somebody that I don't know but I want to know, I'll be like, hey, you know, I saw something, da-da-da. So just, you know, just a little uh, rule of thumb. But anyway, to real talk, I will definitely um, – I will definitely log on to Facebook and, and check your message as as soon as we get off the air, so don't worry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, okay, so that was that. Um, let me just see. Let me go back into the chat room really quickly. Uh, oh, you put it, you finally get to listen to the show live. Yeah, well, I'm happy to have you. I'm happy to have you as I'm looking for my shoes under my uh, under my uh, desk right now. I have on... Um, like open toe shoes. Is it okay to have on open toe shoes in March? And my toes are not done. I probably shouldn't say that. They're 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 not as polished. And I know that's like the rule of thumb. You don't wear open toe shoes if you're. T- they don't look bad, but they're just not like perfectly pedicured. But it's so nice here in New York. The weather is it's so beautiful. It's probably like 45 degrees. And Erica, don't say a word about the weather in Atlanta. Don't make me smack you because <laughs> I know she's going she's gonna to put something slick in the chat room. Well, it's 70 here in Atlanta, whatever it is. Oh, well, we're at 45 and we're going up to the mid-50s today, so I'm enjoying my weather. And I did put on um, open-toe shoes. They're flats. They're not like sandals or, you know, like, you know, uh, you know, like party shoes, but they're they're just really cute flats with open toes with the big crisscross. I do have on a short sleeve shirt, but I do have on my scarf because I don't want to get sick. Yeah, ER put, uh, uh, LOL, yeah, I know, only 68. <sighs> Whatever. We, that's the one thing I do miss about Atlanta is the weather. I, I, I do miss, uh, that's about one of the things, and, of course, my friends, but I do definitely miss the weather. New York is a little bit colder, so she puts he, he, he in the chat room. Ha, 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 not very funny. <laughs> anyway, let's get into a little bit more music on this Monday morning. so good loving somebody that somebody loves you back to be loved and be loved in return it's the only thing that my heart desires just appreciate little things I do oh you're the one who's got me inspired keep on lifting Lifting me higher, so good, loving somebody. 
somebody loves you back It's so good Needing somebody That somebody needs you back We can build A world of love, a life of joy Make our goal each other's happiness I will do for you Anything that I can Boy, every day I want to do a little more Do a little more, just a little bit more It's so good Loving somebody And that somebody loves you back And that's a fact It's so good Needing somebody That somebody needs you back Said it's so It's the only thing that my heart desires Just appreciate the little things I do Oh, you're the one who's got me inspired Keep on lifting, lifting me higher So good loving somebody Let somebody love you back And that's a fact Say not seven to thirty not 60, 40 Talking about a 50, 50 love Yeah I say not 70, 30 Not 60, 40 Talking about a 50, 50 love Said it's so good Loving somebody That somebody loves you back I'm so glad that there's you. See, I've experienced sometimes when love doesn't always go equal, you know. Sometimes somebody gives more than the other. Well, I guess that's to be expected, but for the most part, what we want and what we need is an equal opportunity love. Talking about a 50 50 love. Girl, I, uh, I gotta tell you Just how you make me feel I'm so glad that I've got you And you've got me This thing just continues to get better with time No matter what we go through Our ups and downs We always seem to bounce back I just saw some stuff in the chat. I have to bring um, Real Talk with Tanya White, and she has a show also on Blog Talk Radio. I'm pulling her in because she just put in the chat room. Um, she wants some Oscar talk, and she wants to know. About, I have you on the line. What's up, Sunshine? How are you? Hello. How are you? I am well. What, what was it about her? Um, you have a little something to say about the beginning of her yeah. speech. Tell me. Tell me. What I is love it? it? I love that she won. I think she deserved to win, but she said, came off the cup and said that she thanks the Academy for uh, for not being political and it's about the performance. And when I look at everything, 
and I find out the history about that. It was in politics is not a bad thing, but it's about promoting and trying to get other people who don't know you to see your point of view. And that's exactly what Tyler and Oprah did for the movie Precious. And so exactly. Said, and so when she said that, I was like, honey, if they hadn't got on board, and I didn't know that it was going to go straight to DVD because they didn't couldn't get distribution at first. But I, I thought she kind of put, first of all, I thought she kind of put all the other people down saying my performance is better. Uh, and that, you know what I'm saying? But it was all political because when Oprah got on board and she was promoting and getting people to see the movie and see the movie and, uh, you know, taking her around the campaign, I think she she forgot that that's how she got there. Um, well, you know what? It's a little hard. It's very political, and I said this at the top of the show, that, yes, she won, and I, and I opened the show with this comment, that was great that she won, but look what she won for. And then I brought back Denzel with Training Day, Halle Berry with yeah. Monsters Ball. So it's very, very political. And I'm going to tell you, Avatar probably should have won, and it didn't. And the the, the movie that won, um, I think it's called The Hurt Room, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Hurt Locker. Uh-huh. Hurt Locker. His ex-wife was the director of that film, so in my opinion, somebody pissed off somebody because how could her movie be the little engine that could beat out Avatar? So when you look behind the scenes, you see that they're, they're, they're exes and this and that, and, and, and I do have to say it is very political, and you know how I know it's political? When Sandra Bullock got up and gave her acceptance speech, if, what was the first thing she said? Was it that I won or that I wore you guys down? Because they actually petition, petition, petition. They place ads. If you ever look in, like, the Hollywood Reporter and all those publications, they actually petition to win. And Sandra Bullock revealed it last night. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and and it's just like any award show. But I thought she, uh, I was like, Monique is very political, and you would not have been there had it not been a political move and uh, promoting and getting people to see this movie and so yeah and I didn't even think about the whole what we do win for as black people uh, the roles that we do um so yeah I was kind of yeah I, I, I totally agree and I'm so happy you called it it's good to talk to you face well face to face phone to phone <laughs> but uh I got your message in the chat room and uh March 18th won't be a problem okay all right when does your show come on tell everybody when your show comes on we'll talk with Tanya White comes on every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're taking a break this week. I'm healing from some surgery, but we will be back March 18th, and we're going to talk politics for women. And so, okay, I'm putting this in. I just put it in the chat room every Thursday night. Real talk with Tanya White. Beautiful, 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 beautiful. And I just see in the chat room that it said Avatar Director is being sued by someone who says they wrote that book a long time ago. Oh. It's, it's, I don't want to you know, have like a pissing match, but it's all political. Why? I'm going to tell you one more thing, too, um, and you can feel free to comment or just, you know, just listen. But I remember, I, I start, I'm a big fan of Will Smith, a huge Will Smith fan. And just if you really start looking into the history of the, that show, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, mm-hmm. um, they were, there's, there's cast members, especially the lady who played the first Aunt Vivian, she was saying how when the show first came on, nobody was allowed to do any press but Will Smith. Nobody was allowed to appear on any, um, like the Tonight Show or the talk shows like Arsenio or whatever. Nobody, they were banned. And it was designed because it was a setup to get him to where he is in his career. So we have to really look at 
at what goes on. Everything in this world is pre-designed, especially for those of you that love the Lord. You know that um, that our, our steps are ordered. And so if we think steps of certain individuals are not ordered as well in the natural, we, we really have to wake up. So I just had to add that in there as well. Yeah, didn't know that, but it, it does come together because you never did see them on uh, any No. And I was like, yeah, that's a disgruntled, you know, whatever. She got fired. They replaced her. Um, but if you really, really think about it, none of them, none of them had other careers. I, and I, I, this is being presumptuous. I'm not, this I, I don't know to be fact. But if you really look, have any of them really done anything like over the last 10 years or even shortly after the show went off the air on camera? I know Alfonso Ribeiro ended up um, directing, and he's done a lot of stuff with Will Smith, like um, for, his, uh, for that TV show One-on-One. Will Smith wasn't in it, but it was produced uh, by them, and Alfonso Ribeiro directed it. But Karen Parsons, Aunt Vivian, Uncle Phil, um, Tatiana Ali, Jeff. I mean, look at the whole cast of characters. She's just coming back out. Um, okay, and that show is what twenty years. And and another yeah. thing too, I'm gonna tell you how um, Monique has to be careful with her words as well because when you exactly. really look, I'm glad somebody said that. I'm glad somebody. No, said no, no. That. You have to. You you really have to because even if you look at Tyler Perry shows on TBS, it's designed for him to be successful. There's certain relationships that are established. One hand washes the other, and both hand washes the face. And I'm not saying in a malicious or a facetious way, but you have to look at it. Anybody that has TBS, Meet the Browns and House of Pain is hammered into you whether you like it or not. Exactly. There's no other There's no other black shows on that station, and there will not be uh, for years to come. And so, uh, yes, I'm so glad you said that. And it, it, it is. And even when she got the nod uh, nomination, she was being flippant about it. I was like, girl, if you don't shut your mouth, yep. uh, uh, you're not going to get far. Your show's going to get canceled on BT. But I'm glad, yeah. you know, I'm glad that Oprah took her under her wing. And uh, she kind of listened somewhat until, you know, she got up last night. And I was like, okay. You, know, well, you, you you hit it right on the head, and you said Oprah took her under her wing. Let me just get to something really, really quick, because we're down to the last couple minutes of the show. RGW just put, remember, Romans 8.28, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the book of Acts. Okay, y'all know I keep my Bible never more than arms reach away. Romans 8.28 says, come on, Sai, hurry up. Romans 8.28 says, oh, my goodness, it's actually underlined in my Bible, RGW, and we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. Amen to that. So, see, y'all know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a God lover because my Bible was not that far away. But uh, we actually talked about that in church yesterday, and we know that all things – God, uh, all, that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. Yeah, but I'd rather have my steps ordered by him than than, than, than Hollywood people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I feel like I'm in a much safer place with God on my side than some producers and directors. Amen? Amen. Amen. Great Can show. Thank you, for, thank you, Sunshine, for calling. I'll be on your show on the 18th, and we'll blog about it and tweet about it and stuff. Have a great day, and we're praying for your speedy recovery. All right, thanks. You have a great day, too. Love you, baby. Okay. Oh, wow, let me go back into the chat. Wow, there's a lot of stuff in the chat room. Oh, my goodness. Hi, everybody. I'm so happy to see everybody. We're down to the, the last, uh, last couple minutes of the show. That is confirmation. So, RGW, did you get the book that I, that I mailed you? 
Uh, okay, I'm right down the street from you in Powder Springs. Yeah, there's a lot. Of, I got a lot of Georgia people that listen to this show because y'all know I lived in Georgia um, for so long. Um, Marietta, I sent you my word site a few years ago. I have a new show coming on Blog Talk, and I was listening today, and here you go, but God. Okay, RGW just put in the chat room. I got the book. I just sent in my book, um, my first book, From Hip Hop to Heaven. If nobody, if you want a copy of my book, and it's totally free, um, just send me an email, sb at cybrown.com, um, and I'll shoot you a copy. Um, I'll put it in the mail, um, a copy of my first book, From Hip Hop to Heaven. PD, I have not gotten your book out to you because you are in Singapore, and I have not figured out the postage to get it from New York to Singapore, but I will get a copy of the book out to you. We are running out of time so fast. I love everybody. We'll see you tomorrow, and always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that you can do or any kindness that you can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass again. Love everybody. Erica, thank you for saying it's a wonderful book. I poured a, cried a lot about that book. I love you all. I'm speaking so quickly. I'll see you all tomorrow at 9 o'clock. Love you. Hugs. Bye-bye.